0: Villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind.
1: Hello, listeners. You're back where it's at. And this is Tanisha Baker. And I'm excited to kick off another edition of what you shouldn't be missing. This is the show designed with you in mind, where we hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more of what you need to know to stay educated, engaged, enlightened, and entertained. It's October 9th. And if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates. Sharon Osborne, most famous for being the wife of Ozzy Osborne, but also media personality and businesswoman. Also, multi-talented actor Tyler James Williams from Everybody Hates Chris, and winner of the NAACP Award for Outstanding Actor in a Comedy Series and most recently featured in the Netflix series, Dear White People. Today is both recognized as Columbus Day and Native American Day. For decades, American history books and classrooms taught us that Christopher Columbus discovered America. There was little thought given to the definition of discovery. I think more accurately, we could say that Columbus became aware of America, or he arrived in America in 1492. CBS reported that more cities are recognizing Native Americans on Columbus Day this year. This is an effort not to overlook the historical contributions of Native Americans while also honoring them as the true First Americans. By the time the first explorers and settlers arrived from Europe, Native Americans had populated the entire North American continent. The theme this month is Better Beware. Last week, you were warned to beware of people with nothing to lose. This week, you are warned to beware of your social media posts. They may seem fun and innocent, but you give a peek into your character when you post or like something. It is reported that 1 in 10 people have been turned down for a job because of something they posted on social media. The things you like and or share on social media says something about who you are to others. The thing is, even if they take it the wrong way, you may not have the opportunity to defend your intentions. Social media is not for airing dirty laundry, especially if it isn't yours. It is also not the place to have an argument or discuss personal problems. Now, obviously, social media is entertaining and engaging, but just beware when leaving your digital footprints. For today's happy highlight, Representative Steve Scalise, who was shot during a congressional baseball practice in June, threw the ceremonial first pitch at the Washington Nationals playoff game. Also, 19 trained golden retrievers from across the country were sent to Las Vegas this week to provide comfort for those affected by the shooting attack that left 59 dead and more than 500 injured. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and this month we bring an increased focus about this disease. Most of us know of someone or some family that has been touched by this sometimes fatal disease most often found in women. And today, I have a guest that will share her journey of battling breast cancer.
2: I would like to introduce you to Tanya Tucker, pastor of St. Joseph's House of Prayer, as she shares a little bit with us about her journey and how she has survived it and has some words of inspiration, I believe, for those of us who either have dealt with it or I think everyone at some point has been touched by this. So, Pastor Tucker, welcome to the show.
3: Well, thank you, Mr. Nisha. I appreciate it, and this is an honor to be able to talk to you today concerning this issue that many suffer from breast cancer.
2: Yes, uh, yes. Well I'll tell you what if you wouldn't mind start by telling us a little bit about yourself and then we'll just get into a conversation about your journey um through breast cancer and your survival story as well.
3: Well I'm Tanya Tucker and I pastor St. Joseph House of Prayer passed been for about 21 years, took over ministry after my um, husband actually passed from lung cancer. Uh, hmm. And during that time, I actually had breast cancer before he did, but he went on with the Lord. I'm still here. My babies was small, actually. My, ba- my youngest one was in diapers. So, okay. you know... Uh, it's been a journey, 34 years, uh, breast cancer, and has been coming more, I guess, well known because of the publicity and um, everyone, you know, noticing the month of October being the month that recognized those that are dealing with breast cancer, those who have went on transition to another life because of breast cancer, and families right. and friends who. I'm still here with the scar of breast yeah.
2: Cancer. So take me back to when you first discovered when you got the news that you had breast cancer. What happened next? You know, what was your reaction?
3: When I got the news that I had breast cancer, of course, the first thing is fear. The first thing thought of death. The first thing, uh, the second thing is, what are my children going to do? What's my husband going to do? What my family's going to do? You know, you think of loss. You think of the severity of the pain, just the word cancer. So when you say mm-hmm. cancer, you know, you rec- you start thinking death immediately. And so I I believe everybody has a particular journey and path that they must walk during this time of crisis uh, in mm-hmm. their life, Um uh, I believe that it is very important for one to focus in and make a decision of how they want to face or deal with this issue called breast cancer head on All right,
2: okay, so how did you move through the news so you of course, you got to a point where you accepted, and then did you have treatment?
3: Well, actually, I had a lump me. Uh, during okay. that time, and of course, like I'm, I'm, you know, a pastor in the faith. So, you know, of course, I went to prayer. I saw the Lord. I asked what did this actually come from? You know, my mm-hmm. auntie passed of breast cancer, uh, years before. And as a young child, I was very compassionate concerning her when she came in and said she had breast cancer. I believe a lot of things that, and I might be getting off a little bit to some people, but I believe, you know, a lot of things can happen that we can just, you know, meditate on it, think on it. And so I had to go back and search, uh, you know, where did this fear come from and how did this enter? I had a lung My husband and I talked about it. Actually, we had uh, a couple of, uh, uh I guess, consultations for, you know, how we'll handle it. They really wanted Mm -hmm. to cut both my breasts off, and my husband and I agreed that we would not do that, so we had a lung dectomy, and they wanted me to have radiation and chemotherapy because they found uh, in my lymph nodes also um, cancer, but I believe and felt like, you know, after praying, I went the holistic way. I did, so you know I begin to start detoxing, cleansing, meditating, uh, those type of things that I started to do because I chose not to have radiation and chemotherapy, and so I say it's very, 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 very important to find your path, mhm, you know? okay,
2: so obviously, you beat the disease, still well, a lifelong journey. Uh,
3: Yes, a lifelong journey. And obviously, uh, uh, this is what I believe. I believe that I heard the Spirit of the Lord tell me that, you know, by my stripes that I was healed. And then he started, the Spirit of the Lord started giving me direction because I started asking, what's my question? How should I handle this? So, you know, I give praise and honor to God for being here 34 years. But as you know, you know, the breath. It's a significance to your children because that's where, you know, they nurture from your breast. They lay on your breast. Your your husband or your mate, that's we live in a society where the woman's body, her breast, it seems to be very important. So mm-hmm. even though when you say beat, I call myself an overcomer. I have a okay. motivational, uh, uh, aside from the church that I have, it's called i won. Individuals winning over negativity. So I motivate.
2: Say that for me again, because I want to make sure that everybody gets that. Say it slowly, so we can make sure we get this information down.
3: Okay. I I am a life coach outside of you know being a pastor, and right. so I have this uh, entity called I Won. It's I W O N. Individual. Okay. Winning over negativity.
2: Oh, I like that. Okay.
3: So, yes, thank you. Uh, And Again, you know, it's things that comes up in our life. And just because you say, okay, you beat this breast cancer. Well, you know, when I look in the mirror, I have a scar. Mm -hmm. And, you know, surgery way back then is not like surgery now.
2: Right.
3: Okay. So I look in the the mirror and I see the scar, you know, or I have the pain from the scar tissue so you know it is a dis-ease of the mind as well as of the body.
2: So as you're coaching people and sharing your journey what are some of the things that you share with them to inspire them to move through such a difficult time?
3: Well my first uh, words to them is that God is our creator and so God been our creator and having a destiny and a purpose for us. I always advise them to go back to the Creator. Because everybody doesn't believe in God or whatever you believe in, but that's what I teach. Because mm-hmm. I believe that my healing was a word from the Lord. So that's why I said it's very, very important for one to find how the peace with how they will deal with this issue called breast cancer. Because okay. we have been programmed, you know, to do certain things or certain things not. And everybody won't agree and everybody may disagree. Some people, even my doctor said to me, you know, and, and they predicted. They said, hey, you're beautiful. You've got young children. Why do you want to die? You'll be dead in six months. I refuse that. I went to my faith. So that's why I said it's important, even if you hooked up to chemotherapy or radiation, it is important for you to make the decision and let those that are rallying you on and ministering to you the best way they can, let them be the support, okay? Okay. But they can't make the decision for you. And so you have to be confident within yourself because you'll get a whole lot of opinions. And even when people become sick, you know, you lose power. You know, you lose power to the doctors. You lose power to the disease. You lose power to, you know, the people who are loving you and wanting the best for you and coaching you on what they do. But you must, 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 you know, go into that inner man and 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 have a sure footedness in what you believe, who you believe and how you're gonna do this. And be courageous and stand. Mm-hmm. I I also say it doesn't hurt. I really believe this and I'm well, of course here. But you know, I'm saying within my lifestyle. I believe that 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 the way you take up care of your body, the way you think has a whole lot to do. You know, I know things coming and happenstance, but there are things that we can do to help deter or to be strong enough to fight, uh, different things when they do come and attack our bodies, our immune system. You know, keeping your stomach clean. I have a nutrition certification. I did all this doing. I went away, you know, to Hippocrates, a place, uh, you know, that teaches you health and healing and wellness and body. So, uh, again, you have to take hold of what you believe will work for you. And then you must leave it up to God. I believe I heard God say he would heal me and give me direction. And I stand on that. And even when I'm faced, I've gone back and had tests, and I say, oh, my, 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 my. But, you know, people say, well, you need to. You need to. Well, I know my issue is dealing with with breast cancer was fear. It came on from the beginning as a little child when I saw my auntie pass, you know, Mm -hmm. through breast cancer. Before I had it, I start thinking. So sometimes even propaganda or sometimes hearing it too much. So you still have to watch things. And I'm just, Tanisha, talking to you from where I believe, where I stand. There's another woman that comes along. She has a stance in how she believes.
2: Well, I sure appreciate you sharing your story, and what I'm going to do is we share a little bit about your journey on the website, and that's www.talkingwitht.com. I'm also going to share some information more about, one, breast cancer awareness and also some of the holistic approaches that people have chosen as an alternative to some of the traditional treatments to cancer. So, again, I thank you for sharing your journey and your story, and thank you for talking with T.
1: Keep it where it's at, I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking with T.
0: I have for you, so spirit, fall down. This plan you have for me fits me perfectly, so I offer you worship. I'm from you constantly, from everything, yet you still gave me purpose. So I cry out, for oh, my love is for Lord God, you're so worthy. Lord God, Just to me I usher your spirit, Lord Yes, I enjoy your company So with my worries in tow I will always know you need that to comfort me. me So I cry, Spirit Spirit, fall down on me When you have for me Fits me perfectly So I offer You worship I'll wrap up you constantly from everything, yet You still gave me purpose, Purpose. so I cry out for my loudest voice, Lord God, You're so worthy, Lord God, You are everything I need to survive. You are everything I need to survive.
1: And now it's time for our Monday Minute Quick Bits. A White Lives Matter rally is planned in Shelbyville, Tennessee, which is about an hour southeast of Nashville. It is scheduled for Saturday, October 28th. A city council ordinance to decriminalize marijuana passed unanimously in Atlanta this past Monday. Former host of BET's 106 in Park, Keisha Shanti, has ended her engagement to former NHL player Ray Emery. She had gone to authorities for a restraining order claiming he had abused her several times. As October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, we know how stories of abuse can end in tragedy, so I'm glad she found the courage to get out. Shawnita Wilson received a call from her daughter's school saying her five-year-old had been marked absent for the day. This was confusing because she had seen her daughter get on the bus. Apparently, her daughter had fallen asleep on the bus on her way to school, and when she woke up, she was in a Walmart parking lot. Walmart employees on their way to work saw the little girl crying and knocking on the door. I can't even imagine the panic this mother felt. She is now advocating for bus aides on school buses to make sure these types of incidents don't occur. Tyrese Gibson is under investigation by L.A.'s Department of Children and Family Services due to his ex-wife's claims of child abuse. She claimed he spanked their 10-year-old daughter so hard she couldn't sit down. They are in the middle of a feud and Tyrese says his ex is bitter because he is married to someone else. Vice President Pence walked out per Trump's request of the NFL game between the Indianapolis Colts and the San Francisco 49ers as several players knelt in protest during the national anthem. Rapper Nelly was booked and released without charges in Washington Saturday for alleged sexual assault. He was accused of raping a woman on his tour bus outside of Seattle. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while. You're listening to Talking With Tea
0: everybody's talking with t the talk show designed to engage educate empower and encourage the community is on
2: today i have with me our top investigator most often instigator p.i pam as we review trending news so about the time we finished recording last week i looked up at the tv and saw some horrific news um A gunman had opened fire in Las Vegas, killing 59 people and injuring hundreds more as he picked off people, you know, attending this country music festival. And he committed this horrendous act from a suite in the Mandalay Bay Casino and Hotel. So Stephen Paddock was identified as the lone gunman. And initially, he seemed to be rather ordinary without any signs that would lead to concerns or suspicions of him doing what he did. Later, it was discovered that his father had at one point been on the FBI's most wanted list, and then he had sent his girlfriend home to the Philippines. Now, he also wired a lot of money there, so I don't know if they made a connection there, but the girlfriend was brought back for questioning, and she said she didn't know anything about this well-calculated plot, but authorities seem to be skeptical about this, and they haven't charged her. There's still no clear motive that tells us what tipped him off. Yes, he obviously inherited some of his father's genes because that was just crazy. You know, and then there have been reports of people that were actually there and survived it that they saw gunfire coming from other floors in the hotel. You know, lower floors because one woman was talking about it and she was like, everybody was just getting headshots, like, like they, somebody was closer than on the thirty second floor, and plus he, you know, it just seemed unreal that one person could shoot that many people by himself, especially a sixty four year old, you know, man. But they haven't, they I haven't really confirmed that. So you know, it's just a lot of speculations out there. I think people just reach for things. They just really, you know, they really haven't said too much. I know one thing they haven't said. They haven't labeled him a terrorist. He's been everything else, but he was, you know, mm. I don't understand that. You know, if, right, you know, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, because it seems like it would count as a terroristic act. And one thing, you know, it was well calculated with the cameras, the timing. I don't know if he did it by himself or not. I mean, as far as we know from the media, it appears that he did. But, of course, it just seems so unreal and so unimaginable that I can see people, you know, thinking it couldn't just possibly be that one man. And then I was thinking, you know, when this happened, it brought back memories cuz I remember how sad I was when I learned about that mass shooting at the Pulse nightclub in Florida and there 49 people were killed. And then of course my heart was broken about those babies in Sandy Hook. So these senseless tragedies are heart-wrenching. And I think we just are trying to make sense of it and nothing makes sense cuz it doesn't make sense. And another thing is People are talking about the Las Vegas shooting was described as the deadliest shooting in U.S. history. And
0: I'm thinking wow. in
2: history? Well, maybe what they meant to say, or maybe something more appropriate would have been in recent history or the deadliest shooting by a lone gunman because the East St. Louis massacre in 1917 ended with more than 100 African Americans being killed. that's just one account. There are others, such as the Tulsa race riots, when a Mm. mob of white people, remember, ransacked in a segregated area Mm -hmm. known as Black Wall Street. And that they killed close to 300 people there. So, actually, you can read more about these other mass shootings through a link on an article that I found in the Huffington Post, which I posted under today's show tab on www.talkingwitht.com. So, indeed, it was a deadly shooting. Um, and probably the biggest that, you know, like I said, in recent history, and maybe the biggest by one person because he took out a lot of people. And mm-hmm. it, from what I remember on the news, it looks like he had plans maybe to go somewhere else and do the same thing. So I'm just wondering, we'll never know since he killed himself, I think, completely, but people just snap and I, I I don't understand why if you want your life to be over and I'm not a proponent of suicide but why take other people with you innocent people you know those people hadn't done anything that's even different than when you go up on your job you mad at least you mad at the people or the place that did something to you all right so I don't know they said he was a compulsive gambler so I thought maybe he snapped he would lost all his money Went off, but it appears he still had plenty of money. I don't know. Yeah, they said. Um, I was reading something earlier today that uh, he didn't move into that room until that Sunday night, and they said that he had told some people that he wanted to be in that room so he could watch the the concert from his room. But then turned around oh. and told somebody else that he hated country music and he hated people that listened to country music. Okay. Surely that didn't make him snap. Yeah, surely that. Well. Know, yeah, yeah. He was a little. tough. Let's just put it out there that he was a terrorist, and they keep saying yeah. he had mental illness, which might be true, but he was a terrorist, and they don't want to say that. They, I guess, they say never know what somebody's head's at, and people just one incident from passing out. Yeah, and of course, um, I also saw again this sparks a debate about gun control. I've seen where some people say they changed their minds, but you know, people who are for it are for it, but like they said, you know nobody needs that many guns you know you shouldn't be even uh, able to buy that many even if you think we have the right to bear arms and okay i'm okay with that people say they need to protect their families i'm okay with that but best you can shoot is two guns at a time right Mhm. or well, maybe everybody in the family is supposed to have one in each hand i don't know but we have seen and Heard stories of accidental shooting. Then we have these massacres, it just happen to be big, but we've had several in the past few years. So there's no reason why anyone should be buying that many assault rifles, especially. You know, I mean, what do you need an assault rifle for? And you know, They're going if, elephant hunting, it's something. But he and the, the place he bought it from, it was like, well, he passed everything, so we just sold it to him. I bet if I would have went and bought him. That met me at my front door as soon as I got home, asking me why you got them fifteen uh, guns. What you about to do? Pam? Yeah, like a uh, it's a guy who uh, I saw he left the airport, and I don't know how they knew, but evidently he had a whole bunch of guns in his car, and they pulled him over and got him for whatever. <laughs> he he was about to go do something. They they stopped it before he did, but he was definitely about to do something. He had all kind of guns, all kind of ammunition. This. Everything. He's the man He's in the particular. car you're talking about, right? That yes, was left the man airport. In the car. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People, yeah. people. I don't know. They're snapping. Well, let's move on and talk about Cam Newton now. He was under fire this week for what was considered a sexist remark, and I saw the news, but I hadn't at that time. I hadn't seen or heard what he had actually said, and you know he has a history of saying some things that are a bit questionable for me. And he may have a bit of an identity crisis because, you know, he doesn't accept the extent of racism in our country. And that's all well and good, you know, to each his own. So my first thought was that, what did he say now? But after seeing the video of him saying it was funny that a woman is asking about routes, which I must admit, I, I don't know nothing about either, but... I just didn't think it was that bad. It was like we often use that as an expression where there's something unfamiliar or out of the norm. And so I, as much as anyone, you know, I believe in women's rights and fair acceptance of intellect, skill, ability of women in work workspaces and places. But I still don't think what he said was that serious. So at any rate, he apologized. And I also saw several endorsements pulled from him, including Gatorade. And I was like, this little slip of the tongue is really going to hit him where it hurts, in his pocket. I I don't know. I'm just curious to what the listeners think about this. And, again, you can call in, 865-409-1170. You can comment on the social media posts, or you can comment under today's show tab. Again, that's www.talkingwitht.com. It made no sense to me. Nothing he said was offensive to anybody in there. They're pulling endorsements and they're, you know, calling them all these kind of, you know, names. And they're just taking it just too serious. But all the while, Jay's president is out here saying, what? Calling, calling the football players, you know, S.O.B.s, and doing all this other crazy stuff. And no one has an issue with that. Cam Newton. Right. I mean, you know, that was just a generalized statement. You know, he was surprised that a woman knew about rap. That's all it meant. I don't even know That's how it. it even escalated as far <laughs> it as it is. Has. Anyway, okay, I got one more story um, I want to talk about just a little bit. Journalist Kim Wall, she was reported missing a couple of months ago, and she had gone on a trip on a submarine with Peter Matson. So mm-hmm. perhaps, well, there are going to be some lessons learned from this. Let me finish the story. Mm-hmm. So Madsen, that's the guy, he denied the murder. But last Friday, divers found some bags containing her head, legs, and clothing. And this is uh, just south of Copenhagen. And the bags were weighed down with pieces of metal. And then they also found a knife in the bag. So her head, this is the report, it showed no signs of trauma. And I was like, but it was cut off. Is that not traumatic? But... Basically, I guess they were saying there was no blunt force trauma or anything like that because he had previously said that she had died after hitting her head on the hat, and so he just tossed her around and threw her yeah. body in, in the sea. Yeah. yeah, but before that now, he had said that he had dropped her off safely in Copenhagen. That was before he changed the story to her hitting her head. He said he dropped her off, but then he admitted he said it had been a terrible accident. She hit her head or whatever. So, few lessons. Um, I didn't even know. Now, do people have submarines like they have boats and stuff? Or is it yeah, a private still, yeah. I think some people still have submarines out there. I never knew why she would even go with him when people have said that he was crazy before. I know you're all for a, a good story or whatever, but there's been accounts of him just being doing crazy stuff. I would never went out there by myself with him. Yeah, I don't want to make light of what happened to her, but one of the lessons I would take away, I mean, not just the submarine. Like you said, if somebody has a reputation of being a little off, you don't want to be along with them somewhere, and especially somewhere where you can't escape. Right. And sure. then, I mean, who knows what really happened? That's what And I, I guess he appreciate. tried to get rid of the evidence and cutting the head and stuff. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, he's, he's crazy. People have been saying that for years about him. Just by his writings and different things, you know, you can tell he's a little he's a little touch, her. too. But she she wanted the, the first, you know, story, but, you know, I hate her life ended over it, because I, I just can't see her just doing anything where he would have to cut her up in pieces. That's the mind of a straight psychopath. Yeah, you're right. Well, hey, Pam, that's it for this bit, and, uh, I can't wait to hear what you and the rest of the team have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And now for my
1: Knoxville, Tennessee listeners, I have a few announcements. Mm -hmm. On October the 10th, it's the Knoxville Poetry Slam. October 12th is the City of Knoxville's Save Our Sons Job Fair. And on October 14th, it is the What's Going On Teen Talk and Dance which will be held at the Global Outlook Cafe for ages 13 through 18. Youth advocates are also welcome. There will be a teen panelist session to facilitate a discussion about things on the minds of teens before they have fun at the after dance. To find out more about these events and others in Knoxville, Tennessee, visit www.thevillageofknox.com. Now be reminded you can call in and leave your thoughts on topics or issues and your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. The call in number is 865-409-1170 and once you call, you will receive instructions on how to proceed. Also make note, I am still looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. I look forward to more submissions for Tees Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. As we strive to take Talking With T to that next level, your feedback is important. Please, please, please take a moment and write a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or however you tune into the show. Your reviews will help us make this show better and boost the show's popularity so we can reach more listeners through more platforms. This will help secure sponsors and help move us forward. Talking with T is also currently looking for sponsors. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on the show, we would love to help promote your business. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but don't forget to help me celebrate hometown heroes and T's top teens by sending me a message on social media or visiting www.talkingwitht.com to nominate good people doing good things. If you have something to share and want to be heard, I invite you to call 865-409-1170. Again, that's 865-409-1170. Remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Speaker, or Google Music. Look out for new shows each and every Monday. In the meantime and in between time, Subscribe to Talking with T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Fear has two meanings. Forget everything and run or face everything and rise. The choice is yours. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with T.